Amen, amen. Good morning, everyone. If you are here for the very first time, welcome. I'm Ricky Ayala, the senior pastor of this church, and I at least met a couple today that had mentioned it's the first time uh, here in our worship service since all this took place, so welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. We are continuing on with our sermon series that is titled, Peeled, Revealing the Fruit of the Spirit. Before I continue on, I want to make sure that the children who have the Kidman uh, sheets, those of you who are online and things, this is today's, is the tally notes. Uh, the instructions are there. Make sure that you fill it out and turn it into our Kidman table after the worship service here today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing, as I mentioned, in this study that is uh, found in Galatians chapter 5, uh, verses 22 and 23 about the fruit of the Spirit, and the Bible says this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Now, today's message we are going to be, uh, the topic is about faithfulness. I want to do that in uh, three different aspects of the word. The first one is the faithfulness of God. The second one is what we should do with our faithfulness. And then lastly is the faithfulness as trustworthiness and reliability. So those three things. But let's begin with the faithfulness of God to set the tone. Faithfulness, like the other characteristics of the Spirit, is a characteristic of God you know, it is how he described himself to Moses in the uh, Old Testament book of Exodus, chapter 34, verse 6. Amen. I'm excited too. The Lord passed in front of Moses, calling out Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I love that. What, what, what might God have meant by filled with unfailing love and faithfulness? What is he faithful to? Well, the prophet Isaiah will help us understand this. He tells us about God's promise of a Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 16, verse 5, the Bible says this, In love a throne will be established. The faithfulness of a man will sit on it, one from the house of David, one who in judging seeks justice and speeds the cause of righteousness. And I love this passage because it talks about here, in love a throne will be established, a love. We've already known throughout the scriptures as well as in our spiritual upbringing and nourishment is that no greater love can be found than laying down one's life for another. Another one is that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For those who believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. In love, a throne will be established. The throne signifies that there should be a kingdom. If there is a kingdom, that there should be a king. When the scripture here in Isaiah is saying that there will be a faithful man that will be sitting on it, one from the house of David. So what does that mean? That means that if you look into the Old Testament book of 2 Samuel chapter 7, you're going to notice that God made a promise to David. 
I don't have time to go into that scripture reference, but if you're taking notes, please feel free to do so and read later on today or throughout this week. 2 Samuel chapter 7. And you're going to see the promise that God made back then and how he's going to remain faithful and how he's going to keep his promise. So in faithfulness, a man will sit on it, one in the house of David. That man, ladies and gentlemen, is Christ Jesus, who died for us, who rose for us, who ascended to heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Can I get an amen to that? Many years before Jesus would come into this world in the physical body, God had made a promise, and he remained faithful. So make sure as a point is that once God promises something, it's going to happen. Amen. Amen. It may not be when we want it to, but God's timing is the right time. And if it's the right time, more than that, it is the perfect time. Isaiah also lets us know what the Messiah's kingdom is going to look like. I'm going to ask you to please open up your Bibles or your devices to the book of Isaiah, chapter 11. I will be reading from verses 1 through 9. The Bible says, Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word, and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt and a truth like an undergarment. And this is when he describes what the kingdom is going to look like. Here in verse 6, he continues on saying, In that day the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leper will lie down with a baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion. And the little child will lead them all. The cow will graze near the bear. The cub and the calf will lie down together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. The baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes, a little child would put its hand in a nest of deadly snakes without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For as the waters fill the sea so the earth will be filled with the people who know the Lord. Praise God. So you see, God's faithfulness is reflected in the commitment to saving his people and his creation through the gift of a Messiah who will reign over his kingdom forever. See, so if the Holy Spirit produces in all of us the fruit of faithfulness. What does that mean for us? Which brings us to our second point of this message. For one thing, if God is faithful to us, he expects us to be faithful to him. That would mean that we worship him and only him, that we serve no other God. We are reminded in the Old Testament book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 14, now now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. 
throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. You see, it is our responsibility when we're serving the Lord that we do so in our own faithfulness. God has remained faithful, and with our faithfulness, we serve the Lord, putting any gods that we have put before us. If you have served other gods, then we want to make sure we put other things aside and serve only God, or only worship Him. See, there are many gods in our world today and people put before our Lord and Savior. You see, God expects us to be faithful to him in other ways, too. He gives us material blessings and spiritual gifts, and he wants us to use them, but not for our own benefit, but to give honor and glory to the giver. You are to be faithful with the talents God gives you. You know, in Matthew 25, we hear about the, uh, the story of, the, of how the uh, master had, was going to go for a while, and then he had three servants. To one servant, he gave five talents. Another one, he gave two talents. And then one, he gave the one talent. And it came, and, and at that very moment, the, there was a moment when the, the master came back, and the one that he had given five, he went and reported, hey, master, the, for the five that you've given, look, I've invested it, I've worked it, and I, have, I gained five more. The one, the same thing happened to the one that he gave to. All of a sudden, he went to work at it, he invested, and then gained two more. And then, of course, in the passage, I'm not going to go into it today, but you have to figure out, you have to learn and listen to what happened to the one that dug it in the ground. But it's so important that the gift that we receive, what we do with it, It reminds me of that verse 23 of this chapter 25 of Matthew, where it says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Oh, what words we can receive when we work out our faithfulness towards our master our King, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Those faithful servants were not working for themselves. They were investing and doubling what their master had given them. They were being great stewards. When God gives us the tools, the talents, the abilities, and blessings, are we investing with the hopes of doubling it for the Lord? We should be working out our faithfulness to give honor and glory to God. That scripture said, come and share your master's happiness. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as a note is that our faithfulness to the Lord makes him happy. Our faithfulness to the Lord makes him happy. Amen. We come to our third point of today's message. The word faithfulness that the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 5, verse 22, translates as trustworthiness and reliability. If God is trustworthy and reliable in his relationship with us, it only follows that we should be trustworthy and reliable in our relationship with him and with others in our lives, our families, our co-workers, our friends. Two questions I have for you. What are some ways that you are trustworthy and reliable? 
And what are other ways that you have not been trustworthy and reliable? But one truth endures. No matter how many people are faithless to God, he will always be faithful to us. He will never abandon his promise. In the scripture reference of Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, it says, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Here are a few other scripture references that speak about God's faithfulness as it relates to trustworthiness and reliability. Psalm 100 verse 5 says, For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Through all generations. Romans chapter 3 verses 3 in the beginning of 4 says, What if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's unfaithfulness? Not at all. You see, there's going to be times in our lives we will feel betrayed or heard by other human beings. It certainly affects relationships. You may also feel that God has betrayed you and hurt you, but you have to understand, I pray that you receive it through the precious Holy Spirit in our lives to know and to know and to know and not doubt that God is faithful. We can always trust in his unfailing love and faithfulness. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. The Bible says in all in all your ways, submit to him. He's not saying a quarter. He's not saying a half, three-quarter, a third, two-thirds. He's saying in all your ways, submit to him. Trusting in the Lord demonstrates our faithfulness. When we lean on our own understanding, we become unfaithful. Even when we feel the world is crashing in and this pandemic is limiting our physical, our physical contact with each other, God remains faithful. Even when our vision and our hopes are not being met, God is faithful. As we trust in God's faithfulness, it moves us to worship him and in a testimony for him. In the Psalm 71, verses 22 to 24, it says this, Then I will praise you with music on a harp, because you are faithful to your promises, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O Holy One of Israel. I will shout for joy and sing your praises, for you have ransomed me. I will tell you about your righteous deeds all day long. You see, God's faithfulness is seen in the stories of the Old Testament and into the New Testament and into today's Testament and into tomorrow's Testament. 
Remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let us not lose heart or hope when things do not go our way. Remember that Jesus came to this earth in physical form many years after the Isaiah spoke about the coming of the Messiah. God is faithful and he will keep his word. It is who he is. You can't change that as much as you try. And you know, sometimes we do try. As children, you know, those of you who have children, they, they test the limits. And there are times as children of God, sons and daughters, we test the limits and we try to see if we can do anything to change who God is. You can certainly try, but you will certainly fail because it is who God is. God is faithful even when we are faithless. Amen. Amen. You know, there's a great hymn that speaks about God's faithfulness. It's titled, Great is Thy Faithfulness. I want to be able to lead you in just a few words, at least verse 1 and 3. And I tell you what, you know, when, when after, I, I, after I sing that verse 3, if you believe those words, the words will be up on the screen for those of you who are joining us online to sing it out about God's faithfulness and don't put the faithfulness that you have because you know you're going to fail yourself. You know that you're going to fall short of God's glory, but God's faithfulness remains. So when the time comes for that chorus of that great hymn of Great is Thy Faithfulness, I'm going to ask you and I'll, I'll tell you to stand up and we're going to belt it out that people outside can be able to hear that we are worshiping the almighty God, the God that is faithful in our lives. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Pardon and sin enough, peace that endureth. Thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings of mine with ten thousand beside. Join here, goes. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see, all I have needed thy hand hath provided, great is thy faithfulness. Great is 
Almighty God. We know that many times that we fall short of your glory. In our own faithlessness, Lord, we are so thankful that, that we are reminded that you are faithful. When our hopes and our visions are dashed, when our expectations go down the drain, you remain faithful. With many times that we try to do it on our own, we get frustrated, we get disappointed, we get depressed, Lord. But all oh, your faithfulness to know that it is not in our timing, that it is in your timing. And when it, we heard today, when it's your time, it's the right time. The right time, it is the perfect time, God. And there are things in our lives that you, we have felt that you have, we're going to come pull through. And we're still waiting, God. Just knowing, God, that even when we, the, our, our, our prayers to the, our, our, our answers to the prayers do not happen when we want it, God, we just pray that you, we heard today that you are faithful and you will keep your promises. You promised our Savior many years before it happened. And God, we're so looking for how you, through your precious Holy Spirit, through the fruit of the Spirit of faithfulness, not only is it your responsibility, God, to, uh, for you to know that you are faithful, but it is our responsibility to be faithful unto you and to others. Let us continue to multiply the gifts and talents you have given us to honor you and glorify you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I do encourage you throughout this week that you're able to uh, sing or uh, hear that great song every day this week of Great is Thy Faithfulness as a reminder. And I also encourage you to look into the Matthew chapter 25 to go back into the story of the talents of what God is able to do with you as you receive the blessings he has poured upon your life. It is our responsibility to work and invest in what God has given us for his honor and glory. May God bless all of you until we see each other again. May his spirit lead you and guide you. And let us close out this service with a great song that's titled, The Blessing.